The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and my buddy is Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, my friend? Yes, this is the haunted porn line. It could be. Somebody asked that. On They're already Facebook. asking. I like it. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Your head's in the right spot. <laughs> uh, it's great. So how the hell are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Not yeah. too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, it's just a just another week. I mean, nothing nothing really new, but yeah, I hear you. Doing too bad, so very nice, very nice. Very. What about nice. you? Same old thing, man. Same old thing, different day. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Well, I'm up way too early. What's that? That you have been blowing up all weekend i'm sure you've had to turn your phone off and shit because of all you know all that's going on there is a lot that has been going on yeah and like the phone uh the emails uh facebook things like that yeah it has been blowing up um which is i mean it's good it's a good problem to have oh yeah i have i have not shut the phone off (laughs) i have not done that um because honestly like I guess I did shut the phone off one time because I uh, went to go see a movie the other night, yeah. and that was the first time that I, that I was able to you know shut the phone off and just fucking relax a little bit. So that was nice. Uh, went and saw uh, Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades Darker. What up? <laughs> oh, that happened. Oh yeah, that I happened. saw a picture. I saw somebody posting pictures on Facebook. Of like cucumbers? somebody that worked at a movie theater. Cucumbers? And there were cucumbers <laughs> laying in the aisleway. <laughs> Those were so mine. Gross. Those were mine. Um, were and I've actually okay. contacted that theater. I want them sons of bitches back. Uh, I was thinking about making a nice salad. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so I haven't uh, got a return call back from the theater yet. So I'm hopeful. Um. So yeah, what else is new, my friend? We got a couple texts and phone calls this hey, week to go yeah, through. And speaking of that, I just I just want to preface all of this now that if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can. The number is 913-730-7255. And now, um, along with getting like voicemails and just uh, standard texts, now we are able to receive pictures. Super excited about this. Send Jason your absolute worst. <laughs> That's all I can uh-huh. say because I wish... Can they see what I see right now? They can't see what I see. No, right now they can't. Is there a way you can do that? <laughs> um, every every week, uh, Jason has a new profile picture because I can never see him. He can yeah, always yeah, see I mean, me. What the hell is going on here? Your Shaggy's shit? taking over, blowing up my phone. That was Shaggy. Uh, yeah, huh? I could put okay. one up on the feed. Yeah. Let's see. I'll put one up on the feed real quick. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. 
just to I'll pop it in there over your face for a minute so people can see what that's hot what's going on there it's totally hot <laughs> I love it absolutely love it. so every every week Jason has a new picture for me to look at and it is some of the most disturbing shit I've ever seen in my life and it's it never fails to impress me so there you have it oh my goodness man <laughs> There, yeah, yeah. They'll, I mean, we're on a delay, so they'll see it in a couple cool, minutes though. or That's so. Cool. But so, yeah, yeah I think but I'm I'm done looking at it, so I'm going to take it back down. Already. <laughs> You're like, I'm done looking at it. Um, <laughs> it was interesting, though. I will say this. Um, you know, going back to the whole like Malvern thing. Um, like watching or having people reach out that have watched the episode and things of that nature, and they they enjoyed it. You know, uh, people thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, people around the area where I live, um, I would say it's kind of divided. Like 70% of people liked it. 30% of people fucking hate it and, like, absolutely despise what we're doing. So much so that, like, literally this morning as I am driving to work, uh, I picked up my brother because we actually we work in the same spot. And uh, picking up my brother because uh, we're carpooling. And uh, <laughs> pull into this gas station. And I won't mention the gas station or anything like that. I just will say that the lady that was behind the counter working, checking us out, literally ringing up our items, she um, had some very interesting and um, colorful things to say regarding the episode and more specifically what we are doing uh, with Malvern Manor. And it was, I mean, I left the place completely pissed, like completely pissed off, wanted to like set the building on fire. I was so upset. Um, I don't know. It was, it's pretty fucked, man. So there's, uh, there's a lot of fun that goes along with all of this, but at the same time, there's a lot of fucking negative shit that's going along with it too. You know what I'm saying? So it was pretty, uh, pretty. I noticed something in watching the episode. I did watch it. Yeah. I watched it. Uh, I'm proud of you. I was going to say I'm I proud of you for actually watching. To watch it. Yeah, but I'm proud of the you. Episode. I appreciate the, that. The thing that I noticed the most was is there's, um, you can see absolutely why the goddamn roof leaks. There's a lake on top of the building. Oh, the from the shot. aerial shot. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's right on that uh, where that. Well, the roof doesn't leak anymore. the The roof is now new, um, but you could see where uh, the inlay was. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's still full of water. It is full of water. Yeah, totally. So, some other stuff I noticed: um, the place where Johnny Hauser saw his shadow figure is exactly the same spot that I saw saw the shuffling man along the wall. Can I can I mention something about that? I'm going to uh, I'm going to tease you a little bit, um, yeah. and I I haven't even told Hauser about this yet, but it's coming soon. Um, but I want to film it. I want to film his reaction. But it was interesting because somebody that used to work at the location got a hold of me the very next day, and was telling me about um, a very specific patient who was down in that area of the of the uh, whatever you call it group home at the time. Um, it was a very interesting tale and it basically answers about a thousand different questions, uh, as to what could possibly be going on right there. That's cool. 
I was absolutely blown away. And it's it's one of those things. It's so big and huge. I think that I I have to film Hauser his face. I have to film his face when I'm telling him this shit because it's it's well, that good. Him, invite him this. I'm gonna be there Saturday. Are you I don't coming know on? If he could make it. You're coming this Saturday. We're doing the Ouija board. Remember? Oh uh, yes. Yeah. I believe we So are. invite him and maybe he'll do it with us. On That's the show. super sexy. That would be super sexy. Yeah. Love but it. Love see. it. I love thought, it. Uh, so in the area where uh, by Inez's room where the everything shut off at once, including the camera. Yeah, and man. They were freaking out. That's the same area where Barry from Four State yes. started getting violently ill. That was upstairs. Yeah. Yes. So that yeah, right at the basically the threshold of that part of the hallway. That's where the bend of the hallway is. Yeah. What was interesting about that also is the fact that um it was the next day um after the show had aired and all that shit, I, I probably gave fifty fucking tours, you know what I mean? But um it was freaking ridiculous because I had other people that were getting physically sick in that exact same spot. Go figure. I mean, it was freaking nuts. Absolutely bizarre. Um, told that to uh, our buddy David Glidden, you know, who's uh, a member of Four State. I mean, he's pretty much the founder, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, but, I'm pretty sure he runs the whole show. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking between, away from Barry, but I think David But between him and John, I think, yeah, absolutely. Um, but they found it very interesting, too, um, that... You know, I mean, there was two different people that got physically sick right there. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean, they had to stop the tour and go downstairs. One went out outside. The other just went downstairs. This is at two separate times throughout the day, though. Also, I think it was during that moment or when that moment was done. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to tell in the show how much time is in between stuff, but I, yes. don't, and I don't, it might have been a different time, but there's a, there's a moment in there where Katrina puts her hand on the doorway and says something about that room. And I don't remember what that room or what she said, but in that room is where there was something completely blocking out that light. Remember I took you up there I do last time that. I was there? Yes. It was that same room. That is freaking phenomenal, man. So, I mean, this is just like validating all sorts of shit for you. This is so cool. Yeah, I mean, the one. there was another experience I had when I was in the house. There's been a couple times where I've actually been in the house by myself as well. Yeah, for sure. I just ended sure. up in there by myself yeah. or whatnot. There was another time I was in the office and I heard yelling in that hallway and they said they heard some stuff out in that hallway when they were in the wooden room and yeah that uh that definitely happens i mean all the fucking time that happens you know the only thing that i was and you know i know nothing i know things don't always line up and i'm I'm surprised they didn't get much out of gracie's room yeah did i mean the ev the, the the evps that they got um were fairly compelling I thought, sorry, I'm like stripping over here. Um, but no, I thought the uh, the EVPs that they captured were pretty good, pretty strong. Uh, that 
lady voice basically yelling at Nick to get up, you know, when he was uh, trying to lay there on, yeah, that's on right. her that was bed in there, spring. wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, but other than that, that was pretty much all that I think they captured from that room. I, I've i only watched the episode once, you know, um, so I'll have to I'll have to go back and check again. But yeah. Crazy, crazy shit, my friend. So, I think we need to get on with the news. Let me play. Let me. Play oh the, yeah, we got some fucking voicemails. Let's do this shit. Quick, yeah, and then we'll get to the news. So, here's Mr. Shaggy. Shaggy. Ah, I got a Shaggy uh, song in my head right now. I'm like, lot of mercy. Sorry. <laughs> a sweet succulent and fine. Go ahead. I'm getting to it. it made me <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was like interrupting you. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. It is three o'clock in the morning where nice. I'm at. Just coming home from a little paranormal investigation. Nice. And I just wanted uh, Jason to tell the captain that I thought he did a fine job on Paranormal Lockdown, <laughs> and I can't wait to go to Melvin Manor. Place looks badass. I'm just saying, great job. Love the show. Keep up the good work. That's awesome, Shaggy. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you very much. Good sauce. I told him that I am still not going to call you the captain. The fuck you're not. It's going to yeah, happen. It's not going to happen. It's no. going to happen. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. And let's see oh, texts. Um, what about that oh other one God. I said? What? What about the other the other name I said? The Swaven Day Boner Colonel Chubbs Day Snazzy Pants. I don't remember you ever saying that. I said it on like the last fucking episode. Maybe it was two episodes ago. Um, I remember the name. Japan can help Trump to help or get Trump to help them build the wall <laughs> they need around the reactor. Yeah. <laughs> Around the nu- nuclear reactor. Nice. Yeah, they're going to get to that in the next decade or so, it seems. So that'll be nice. That'll uh, he nice. says I was also thinking strippers as well. About, uh, mm-hmm. were we talking about strippers? No, I don't remember. It was some kind of reference that Nice. you were thinking strippers, I think. Yeah, um, it's a fair assessment. All right. Um, says he doesn't agree with torture. I'm just paraphrasing what he's saying. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's working. Um, so let me sum up Captain Josh with this one sentence. Dare I say that good sauce. There I said Yes, it. good sauce. Uh, he says, you guys have one hell of a bromance, LOL. Rick sent a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is it? I, you can't see I it. I can't see it. But everybody on Facebook gets to see it. Nice. Now. What's the picture? These pictures are going on the website, You're Rick. You're fucking asshole. It's him with his shirt off, pinching his nipples. Get out of here. <laughs> That's outstanding. Nice. Um, so, yeah. I love our people. I fucking love our people. That's great. So, yeah. 913-730-7255. Reach out to us, guys. Uh, send us a picture. Voicemail. Text. Whatever. Whatever. Uh. Whatever trolls your beanie, so to speak. So I'm going to start out with a really juicy 
It's not necessarily a news story, but it's a hell of a story. Let's do it. And it's new on Phantoms and Monsters today. Ooh. Headline, right. Black-Eyed Being Encounter Results in Pregnancy. Oh! Yeah. They're knocking people up call. over here. <laughs> this is a phone call into the radio show, so it reads like someone speaking it. Sure, yeah. Hi. Six years ago, I had an unusual experience, which I cannot say was either this or that. My husband and I live in an apartment, or lived in an apartment at the time. I was asleep in the bedroom, and he was out in the living room, most likely sleeping on the sofa. I was startled awake by a very loud knocking at the front door. I was upset because it was about 2 a.m. and thinking it may have been one of my husband's buddies. I heard my husband get up and answer the door. As he did, something weird, or very weird, occurred. I felt like I was in a waking dream, losing all consciousness of the time and my surroundings. It's difficult to describe other than I felt like I was in a bubble, but still able to move about. When I walked out of the bedroom, I couldn't locate my husband. But there are two other there were two other people standing in the living room by the sliding window. Shit. One was very tall and lanky, wearing a dark hooded cape. The other was short, like the size of a five-year-old, dressed in a black one-piece suit that covered its head. What? And yet, I was... I had an unmistakable sense that the smaller one was the person in charge. I was scared since I thought these two were up to no good, and I could understand why my husband had let them in. Or I couldn't understand. Yeah, I was going to say what? Let them in. <laughs> All right. Uh, at the same time, wondering where he was, I stood still, staring at them and trying to get a better. Sorry, my phone. I don't know if you heard it. Um, but the tall one, uh, the short one had turned away. It never showed its face. But the tall one raised its head and stared back at me. I, it looked like a young man with sa- shallow or swallow skin. But it, its eyes were solid black. I remember his face was human-like. But that something was just not right. I know where there was more but I simply don't remember any further details Wow. the only thing that I recall is waking up late the next morning walking out into the kitchen and asking my husband if anyone knocked on the door last night he said yeah someone knocked but when I opened the door no one was there he said he looked outside and into the parking lot he couldn't figure it out but someone how someone could knock and get away so quickly without being seen or heard he was sure it wasn't a neighbor. He also, or he said he had a sick feeling after it happened. I didn't tell him what had happened to me. Yeah. Though we have discussed it since then. About two months later, I discovered that I was pregnant, but that was impossible because I was told before we got married that I could not conceive a child. Oh shit. The doctor looked at my tests and scans from a previous examination and determined that my eggs were not viable. But he again confirmed that I was pregnant. Calculation of the time when I conceived fell within the period in which these two strange experiences, or that the strange experience with the two unknown beings. But there was no boom boom going on at the same time? Well, no, there was. 
uh, but not with the two strange ones, but she had been told that she couldn't have them. Uh, the pregnancy went well, and I gave birth to a healthy baby girl, but I have wondered if the encounter had someone or something to do with me being able to conceive a child. So is a healthy baby girl maybe um, like the spawn of Satan? Like is it a like a naughty little child just fucking like lighting shit on fire and breaking plates and all sorts of nasty shit around the house or what? I mean, that's all it has. Damn it. I um, I need to find this lady. I know doctors make mistakes. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is a pretty big one. I mean, if they said she was absolutely not viable not, to have kids. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and honestly, though, like, if you're giving, if you're given news like that, and I mean, fuck, I don't know. This is just me. This is what I would do. If somebody came up to me and said, hey, you know, you're infertile or, hey, you've got this type of, like, cancer or you've got this form of fucking disease or whatever, I would go and I would get another opinion. I mean, wouldn't you do the same? Probably. I would, too. I mean, I mean just because. My guess is they, they wanted to have children. That's why she got yeah. tested in the first place. So I'm she sure. wouldn't want. I don't. I mean, I, I don't have any experience in this, and I don't actually know anybody. But I would yeah. think that if it was me, you would go to as many people as you could. I would absolutely agree with that. I would do the same. So yeah, that's the story. It's um, nuts. I think it's. Um, I mean, there there are tons of alien abduction stories where the woman ends up pregnant. True that. In a weird way, or chicks up or man. whatnot. Damn it. Um, so I mean, I don't see. A lot of people think black-eyed kids, or black-eyed beings, or whatever they are, they're expanding now, have yeah. something to do with that. Yeah. So. Um. Got kind of a crazy story here, my friend. I don't I don't know how to even take this. NASA confirms second moon is orbiting the Earth. This is I, uh, this is a story from a couple of weeks ago. Is it a couple weeks I old? Almost. Because well, the mean, one that I saw. I mean, there's another website might have recently put it out. It was there. just like about 15 hours ago is when this actually dropped oh, okay. on this particular website. But I didn't I know. I'm guessing it's the same story, but I it did read this is. story, and I almost brought it to the show, but I decided not to. So. It's pretty fucking interesting here. Um, it says it's been joined uh, by what is referred to as a mini-moon, uh, which is named Asteroid 2016H03 by the team that discovered it. It's believed it's been orbiting the planet for at least 100 years. Uh, while the orbit of the original moon is spherical and uh, stable, and it's obviously predictable, very easily predictable, the new uh, mini-moon is showing more irregular tendencies. So the mini-moon is much smaller than, I mean, obviously, than both Earth and the moon. Uh, it's being tugged around by then their competing gravitational forces. Um, this means that it's moving back and forth towards the earth <laughs> so um paul chodas was the manager of nasa's center for near earth object studies which is neo uh at the jet propulsion laboratory in pasadena explains that uh the asteroids and there's a quote the asteroids loops around earth drift a little ahead or behind from year to year 
Uh, but when they drift too far forward or backward, Earth's gravity is just strong enough to reverse the drift and hold on to the asteroid so that it never wanders farther away uh, than about a hundred times the distance of a moon, of the moon. Excuse me. Uh, the moon has the same effect on then the, the mini moon and exerts its own gravitational force, which prevents the smaller moon from getting too close. So. Quote, in effect, this small asteroid is caught in a little dance with Earth and the moon. It's it's kind of amazing, honestly. Um, just crazy. It says, uh, if the mini-moon has been in orbit for 100 years, why the hell has it taken astronomers so long to detect it? Uh, the reason for this is the extraordinary, extraordinarily small size of the mini-moon. Uh, Researchers estimate that it only measures 120 feet across and is no more than 300 feet wide. Crazy shit, man. Absolutely crazy. I had not read that. Like I said, uh, you said it was probably at least a couple weeks old. I had yet to see it. This is amazing to me. It's, I mean, it's cool, but I think they use the term moon quite... I think the only reason why they're calling it a moon is because it's not able to move anywhere else at this point. No, 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 I I get it. Technically, it's a satellite, though. Absolutely. I I think they're using the term moon to dumb it down a little bit for people. Well, I think they're using the term... Or to draw people in. That's what I was going to say. It's more probably for, like, fucking clickbait, right? Yeah, it's because... I wouldn't be surprised if we have plenty of other of these. And oh, yeah, there, there sure. are literally thousands upon thousands of asteroids out there that we can't see and track or, or whatnot, or we just haven't found. So, sure. yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good thing we found this one because yeah, now totally we've agree. learned something new about the possibility of them going around us. But it, it honestly didn't surprise me reading about it. I mean, of yeah. course, I clicked on it because of the headline. Shit, yeah, dude. Um, But I don't know. I mean, it's big enough size that it could take out a city or whatnot, but it would probably mostly burn up. Break up. Before it for hits, sure. So. For sure. Um, I mean, it's cool that they found it and all, but the yeah, reason I, totally I originally didn't pull it was because of the over-exaggeration of the headline. You're adorable. <laughs> you are so fucking adorable. I know, Josh. That's why they call me the doctor. The doctor. The love doctor. Damn. Oh, gotta love it. So, yeah, that's my thought on it. All right, man. What uh, What else you got for us? You going to be flying anytime soon? Got plans um, to go anywhere? Maybe. Why? <laughs> like, <what>, why? <laughs> should I? Everybody should, else out there. Uh, should I just book, uh, get a car? Mysterious radiation clouds could threaten airline travel. Yep, get in a car. All right. <laughs> this comes from Mysterious Universe, but it's actually backed by NASA, so I'll just read the story here. Fuck. All right. Air travel just doesn't seem quite as safe as it once did, although it was... Or although was hurtling through the air at incredible altitudes against inside a giant tube ever really safe. This is my point. Uh, aside from the usual dangers associated with mechanical failures and human error, air travelers 
now have to worry about drones or UFOs buzzing about the skies or even the recent string of mystery illness striking airlines, which you heard here right a few weeks ago. That's right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Heard it here first. All right. Heard it here first. <laughs> NASA, being the harbingers of doom and gloom that they are, Jesus often these Christ. days has added another terrifying danger to the list of things to fear when flying. Lovely. Mysterious clouds of dangerous cosmic radiation radiation floating around the stratosphere. Fuck. NASA's physicists working with the Goddard Space Flight Center have published a report outlining the dangers of such radiation clouds and their efforts to study them. The source of the cosmic radiation is the constant bombardment our planet is subjected to by the sun and other extraterrestrial radiation sources outside the solar system. Normally, I'm adding this, and normally our magnetic field blocks this stuff from even coming in. But sure. But given yeah. recent disturbances in the geomagnetic field, cosmic radiation could be posing an increasingly worrisome risk. Damn it. In recent publication in the awesomely named journal Space Weather, NASA astrometeorologists claimed that fluctuations in the magnetosphere have created dense clouds of radiation at various altitudes in Earth's skies. From the article, we report on special radiation clouds in specific magnetic latitude regions and note that active geomagnetic magnetic variable space weather conditions may sufficiently modify the magnetosphere magnetic field that can enhance the radiation environment particularly at high altitudes and middle to high altitudes or latitudes is what they call altitudes for them Um, in a study of 265 flights radiation levels were found to have suddenly spiked for seemingly no reason NASA scientists believe these strange clouds of cosmic radiation trapped in our atmosphere might be the culprit. To help study these clouds and their effects on humans, NASA has launched a new upper atmosphere balloon-based lab or called RAD-X, which will collect data on radiation levels for various altitudes. So how does nice. that make you feel about flying? Um, uh, Rick says he's flying next week. I think he's going to Canada. I was going to say, like, I mean, I'm still going to fly. He's going to have a third know, nipple added to him for the hey. next picture. <laughs> Rick's going to be sporting a nubbin. All right. That'd be great. No, I uh, I don't know. Like me personally, I don't really fucking like flying anyway. I don't really dig it. Now, once the fucking plane gets up in the air and all that fun stuff, I'm fine. You know, it's and I like landing. I love that. <laughs> like, See, I think well, I, I don't I'm not mind really- it terrified by any of it i don't uh, no. it's fine it is fine. i would think that people would be more scared of coming in for a landing because you're heading towards earth i think that's even better takeoff. no i i enjoy the descent more than uh more than takeoff i i i don't know why i just do um i like to watch all the cars and shit like that and i mean you get a really cool shot of all like all the cities, you know, and all that fun shit. It's fun. I like it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I I, I enjoy it too, but I don't t- particularly dislike any of it. Yeah, here's my here's my biggest bitch with with flying in general, okay? So, you wake up, 
generally early as fuck in the morning. You go to the airport where you fucking wait. It's a longer drive for you if you're coming to KC. And honestly, it's always cheaper for me to fly out of KC than it is to fucking fly out of Omaha. It's always cheaper. And so generally, that's what I do. So um, regardless, um, you go there, you fucking wait in line for God knows how long. You check your fucking bags and do all that bullshit. Then you go wait in other lines, get fucking cavity searched or what have you. Um, And then you fucking wait for your goddamn plane. Now, the entire time that you're waiting, the only thing that's going through my mind is, motherfucker, I want a cigarette. That's it. I just want to smoke. Smoke my ass off, right? That's it. But then you still usually have at least a probably two to four hour flight ahead of your ass. And you're already fucking pissy and miserable anyway. I just don't like it. If I if I were able to get in a car and just drive my happy ass wherever, I could smoke my little my little buns off and just uh, listen to whatever I want and not have some complete fucking stranger sitting right next to me. What the fuck was that? What did you hear? I didn't hear anything. I don't know. I'm seeing shit. Whatever. Regardless, I I would rather fucking drive somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like when we were doing like the Abreast with Evil 2 uh, tour, uh, driving out to Pennsylvania and driving all the way back, heaven on earth. Heaven on earth for me. (laughs) Like, yeah, I could spend fucking 24 hours driving my my ass off here. Um, And yeah, sure, I could have been there in three hours in a plane. But I was a happier person because of it. Okay, got to see some of the country. <laughs> well, I'll just say one other thing about this, and then we'll take a break. Um, oh yeah, 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 we got to do that. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think, unless the cloud is massive, yeah, you have to have a prolonged exposure, exposure? yeah, to radiation, unless the levels are really high. So that's what I was going to ask. So, how big of a fucking cloud would this have to be then? It all depends on the the density of the radiation and the Which, size of it and how fast you're traveling. I mean, the unknown variables are that they're unknown. So, but even that is dependent on so much. You know, everything, altitude, weather, the whole nine yards. You know, it so has yeah, a you should load. grow a third nipple if you're up there long enough. <laughs> Could be or awesome. go through one that's <laughs> thick enough. Oh <laughs> yeah. All right, so with that happy little note, we are going to uh, hear a brief word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. 
maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you removed the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, and a huge thank you to our our buddies over at Hysteria 51 and our friends over at Paranormal Warehouse. I don't know if you guys can see that. I still that. haven't gotten one of those. I am so... Mr. Mike Diamond. I am so excited about this. So You know what the little thing on the back of that is for? Uh, the keychain ring? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know what you're the talking little, about. Oh, this little, little, right this little lip. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. those of you that are actually listening or whatever to uh, the podcast itself, I have a Paranormal Warehouse bottle opener, a uh, beer bottle opener, and I like to rub this in Jason's face as often as I possibly I can because one. he doesn't have one. Um, I introduced you but, to Mike Diamond, <laughs> and he is not giving me a shit. Well, now, that's not true. That's not true at all, but he, I want a keychain. <laughs> All I want is a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I don't. Uh, to answer your question, though, so you got it's the regular. A, it's, it's for a tab or a can. Oh, that's So you don't have to dig your fingernail into there. Oh, okay. So for the prissy gentleman, we can uh, <laughs> we can use this right here. <laughs> uh, not all of us are farmers, Josh. I see. I see. <laughs> now, I tell you what, though. Um, you know, Obviously, I uh, I play guitar. Uh, in a band and stuff, so my my fingers are calloused as fuck, and I always am left-handed, so I always open a can using my left hand, and sometimes, uh, especially like after playing a show or whatever, my fingers are fucking sore for like the next day. It is a bitch, like trying to open that beast up. So I might I might take advantage of that. I don't know. We'll see. You we'll learn see how something it goes. new every day. Yeah, it's you usually do. Me teaching you. I think that's fair. I think it's absolutely <laughs> fair. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, is it my turn or is it your turn? Is it it's my turn? Your turn. All right. Discovery of the century coming. Let's see. Search for the secret King Tut chamber to begin this month. Uh, have you heard about this? I saw the story. I didn't click on it. Didn't click it. It's uh. Seems pretty interesting. So, um, let me look here. I want to see where the actual article starts. They always have to, like, preface everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it says, Though some treasures are believed to have been stolen by the original discoverers of the tomb of uh, King Tut, most of the uh, most valuable treasures and artifacts have been kept safely within the boundaries. Uh, the, the king's tomb itself was very small. Uh, likely because he died uh, so suddenly that there wasn't much time uh, to create like a full-size burial chamber uh, until it was too late, and then the king obviously passed on. So because of that, the chamber itself is very small, uh, with only one single passageway leading to the small chamber uh, that the king was buried in. So regardless, um, they think there's more. Now, there was they go into this whole thing with like all of the shit... That was found in there. It was absolutely ridiculous. All of the stuff. Basically, 
uh, all these jewels and thrones and, and things of that nature. So it says there's now beginning to form that there may be additional chambers then inside of this uh, burial ground waiting to be discovered. Um, so specifically then archaeologists and, and scientists are, are hoping to find the lost tomb of King Tut, uh, uh, of his mother, of his uh mother who's believed to uh, uh, that he had then hidden somewhere in that area and would have had even more valuable things than that of the king that he had. Uh, so scientists are set to do scans. I think this is a cool idea. They're going to be scanning uh, the area around King Tut's tomb using uh, high waves of energy uh, to do like 3D mapping and 3D imaging. Uh, and it says, though these scans are still ongoing, you know, scientists say that any additional rooms or chambers discovered uh, would be the discovery of a lifetime, which I would totally agree with. It's totally awesome that they're doing this. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I think Egypt and like all these tombs, I, I think curses, dude. I think curses. And I say, get the fuck away from it. Like, don't even go near it. You're going to get cursed. Totally going to get cursed. Fucked. What do you think? Um, I mean, it's cool. It's not surprising that there's more. In oh yeah, them. absolutely. You know, we find this kind of stuff. Um, what the fuck is I, that noise? A car just drove by. Oh, I'm like, that? you got a bee buzzing around you, dog? I think it was <laughs> a, 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 mo- a, a motorcycle. Maybe a dirt bike. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I think the majority of Egyptologists are full of themselves. I was going to say, say it. Just say it. And Egotistical. They, um, closed-minded bastards. That's a good one. That's a good because one. they don't want to be wrong. They're not Dude. looking for things to prove themselves wrong. No. Hell so if no. there's something out there that goes against their theory, they just completely brush it off. Yeah, they dismiss everything. That's I what know it that is. doesn't necessarily have to do with No, but you're absolutely this, but right. But it could. It could eventually. We could see some of that in yeah. the very near future. I mean, especially if things are beginning this month. I mean, that's that's impressive. So... In the in the coming months, we could uh, uh, could see this. As far as the story, it's cool, and maybe they'll get in there. But yeah, I don't know, man. I hope I hope they find something like this where they're secret or they're bricked in or whatever. You have to destroy part of the structure to get into them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I know they don't really. I know they're (laughs) they don't take too kind. Is the artifacts in there? That probably are more valuable than the structure themselves. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And yeah, of course, it's going to have to take getting in there to go against these bastards that won't <laughs> change their mind about <laughs> Egypt and the pyramids and all that stuff. Yes, for sure. Um, I just—it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. I promise that it's going to be because interesting. Because the politics over there too, it makes it impossible for the right people to get in there to do this stuff. I think it's an interesting take on on this when they're when they're doing the 3D mapping and all of that fun stuff. Um, I mean, it's going to give them a broader scope. They're going to be able to see 
obviously more, uh, well, hopefully, and then decipher, you know, what it is that they're actually seeing. You know, that being said then, yeah, of course, then now you have to get in that son of a bitch and you're going to probably have to knock through some shit to get in there, which is not going to sit well with, with many people, especially over there. Well, a lot of people forget that these locations, a lot of them are still religious sites. Very, as far as I very know, much. They're, yes, they're absolutely. Still religious sites. So absolutely. It's, it was just, it would be a lot like disturbing a Native American site in the United States. Yes. It's not going to sit well. Probably not. With a lot of people. And it is what it is. I'm all for exploring, of course. Yeah, for sure. So I'm torn on it. But I still I think know, that man. all those Egyptologists are bastards. I, I'm just, I, I would totally agree with you on that. Um, I would just say, like, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the next 90 days brings with this. Um, I mean, even the next six months for that matter. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm interested to follow this. So hopefully we hear more uh, coming out of Egypt. So uh, what else do you got for us, my friend? You like playing board games? I don't mind board games. Like, what are we talking here? Parcheesi? Monopoly? New board game based on Salem witch witch trials developed in Corning. In where? Um, Corning. I'm not sure if they're meaning in England. Um, Okay. It doesn't say. Just as Corning. I know that's a city over there, Um, or in London, or not. I'm like I've got a. Anyways, I've got a town named Corning that's like an hour away from me. Yeah, I mean, it literally could be in Corning. Okay. Cool, cool. This comes from Time Warner Cable News. Oh, it's Corning, New York. If I would oh. just read a little bit more. Okay, okay, okay. Now I'm, I'm now I'm the bastard. Hey, whatever. Um, I still love board you. game developer. No, I'm not. I get nothing. Saying it back. To no, me. I get nothing. Whatever. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> board game developer and history fanatic Dan Hunzik is in the midst of creating a board game on the Salem Witch Trials right out of his building on Market Street. That's so cool. All right. The owner of DPH Games, Inc. created a Kickstarter with an all-or-nothing goal of $10,000. The campaign is already 97% funded. Nice. It doesn't say necessarily how much time they got left, but... Um, Good for quote, them, man. Yeah, it's a nice way of knowing there's a market for the game and to let people know it exists. Yeah. Affliction, Salem 1692 is the name of it, takes players back in time, letting them accuse rivals of witchcraft, arrest them, and even choose to save them. Whoa! I like it. What you're playing is a faction. So you're also trying yeah. to protect certain people, Absolutely. certain family members. Fuck. It becomes a struggle between players to try to protect certain colonists and arrest others. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh I God. like the history, the historical accuracy and theme is terrific, said Twin Tears board game group member Michael Steffens. The game itself is very thematic by which board gamers mean that the actions you take in the game tie to the actual story. Wow. Each character in the game is a real person from the time period, which makes it a learning experience, That's too. impressive as hell. Uh, I like people, that. Yeah. People that were propelling the witch trials 
and those who were victims of it. Somebody said one of the characters is my eighth time grandmother. Is she in the game? And Dan said, yeah, here's her card. Wow. Dan says he's happy to create the game with the help of the local. You cut out. Location. And there's not too many market streets that function like this around. Dude, this is so Uh, cool. Dan is local. They know him. They see him at the game days. And Stephens, or said Stephens, he's somebody that they know. They want to support him in what he does, and he makes great games. If all goes according to plan, the game will be released within the next six months. Nice. Dude, that's so freaking awesome. Um, Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's hard to make a game that people want to play. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, I got a couple buddies... um, that are really, really into this whole board game thing. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I'm not talking. I'm not talking like fucking going and, and playing uh, like Monopoly or, or anything like that. I'm talking about the uh, the, the board games uh, for. I don't know. Like these are very elaborate fucking setups. Like in these in these board games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. And I've got a few friends. I me personally, I've played a couple of them, and I've been interested in hell or interested as hell um in them like they're a lot of fun i had a great time doing it um i i haven't gone out and and purchased one because i don't i don't have a lot of friends that would just sit around and play a fucking board game with me you know what i'm saying i got a lot of friends that would rather just sit around and drink a few hundred beers or whatever um but yeah. I, I have quite a few board games, of course. I, Do you? Well, yeah, I mean, you have kids too, so you probably sit around with your kids. But yeah, but uh, the from board time games, to time anyways. Yeah, but the board games that we play aren't that cool. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like <laughs> we play Sorry and Trouble. And, yeah, that's fun shit. You know, Connect Four crap but like that. You're not gonna sit around and fucking like I'm not gonna sit around with uh, my eight year old and and my my two year old. And play fucking Salem Witch Trials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I will sit there at Malvern Manor and play Connect Four with you with a few beers. Aww. <laughs> I'm good at Connect Four. Do you? I haven't played in a while. It's actually been a couple of years since. That I was one of that was one of my favorites. That was so one it was a funny favorites. story, and she probably won't be happy by me telling it. But <laughs> we bought my daughter Connect Four one year for Christmas. It's a great I think game. It was like five years ago great game yeah and my wife and i decided we were gonna play it you know after christmas when she opened it we were gonna play it i think you told me and my daughter wasn't there that night yeah we played nine games i won nine times quickly (laughs) and we never played it again quickly same with monopoly we played twice i won twice and we never played again dude monopoly now, she is, is good at other game. games she she's good at skip bow and Ooh. uno and some other ones but any other any like strategy game yeah. i'm i'm i pretty much dominate in most, <laughs> yeah, most, dominate. most people it's good <laughs> same with trivia games you don't oh, want to play man. a trivia game against me no i, mean, I, I there's, a, there's a lot of other people that know trivia as well as i do but i have a memory that i'll yeah. remember a card yeah that's true. But we have Trivial Pursuit. That's a great game too, man. If I had played that game within the last couple months, yeah, and I get asked the same question, the answer to it pops into my head because I remember it. You're ridiculous. You're <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So here's the deal. 
from the now, only thing I'm not good never. at in that topic is pop culture because I don't really give a shit about pop culture. That might be the only thing that I actually did well at. That and like anything but, like historical. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, so like, that's the, fine, the pop culture and the trivial pursuit we have seems to be like pop music that I don't listen to, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, um, I found this, uh, I found this article and it's not any way paranormal whatsoever. I just found it interesting as hell and I wanted to present it to you guys. Shouldn't take very long. Uh, now they have a, uh, birth control pill for men. Did you know, did you see this shit? I know that they've been working on one. I yeah, mean, I don't, well, I don't apparently this is, uh, it works for about two months and, uh, it's 100% going to kill your swimmers. Says yes, men had a few methods such as like a surgical procedure known as vasectomy. Uh, problem with this one is then if the man changes his mind later, decides he wants to have a child or more children, it's pretty hard to fucking reverse that. Uh, then there's the ultimate form of protection known as the condom. This one doesn't just prevent against having children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Known as the condom. Yeah, known as the condom. It pres- <laughs> It uh, prevents all these different studs. I don't know. But uh, anyway, a new drug being tested. New backwards Iowa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just a second. I I can't pronounce this or whatever. A a new drug being tested. uh, And so far, the results of success have been, oh, it says almost 100%. This has currently uh, had running tests. Uh, using the only thing that monkeys. Works is abstinence, people. Oh, shut you don't stick it in. Fuck up, you fucking square. All right. <laughs> so it still happen even if you don't stick it in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know from experience, but Jesus. that's what I heard. So they're they're testing this on monkeys right now. Uh, these results came back showing almost a perfect success. Sometimes rating. they come out a different race, though. But. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just thinking of like uh, me, myself, and Irene right now. Exactly. So, <laughs> these results come back showing almost perfect success rating. But with any contraceptive, there's going to be some side effects. So far, the research done on this drug has shown that the side effects uh, have been shown in, in any of... Oh, none have been shown in any of these monkeys. Also, the initial studies that were conducted on bunny rabbits, I mean, we all know how they like to donk it out in the lab, um, if any adverse effects were found on the second injection of a counter agent was used to flush out the contraceptive, and that was successful. However, so far this hasn't been used on the monkeys since there seems no need at this point. And there's also no proof that the same couldn't you know, be successful on men. So, I mean, it's kind of kind of interesting a a dude could take a pill and not have any valid swimmers for two months and if you want to continue on that cycle you you absolutely can if you want to stop you absolutely can kind of cool and uh you don't have to walk around with a bag of peas on your sack after the vasectomy procedure kind of interesting what are your thoughts this is not paranormal at all. <laughs> like I just found no. it interesting. I had to put it in there. 
because I just found it interesting. I, I've, heard, I've heard before that they were working on this, so... Yeah, but it, it seems like it's almost here. It seems like it's it's well, yeah, dangerously I, close now. I thought it already came out because I had heard that they've been working on this the last couple of years. Like that's Sexy. as long I've heard like ago that I heard that Absolutely. they were going to start working on this. So yeah, this I mean it makes sense. Why couldn't they find something that stops it? I mean, you'd think it's man. just the same as the the female pill. I I mean I know it doesn't function the same way, but it's <laughs> plumbing's a little different there. But that's <laughs> yeah. all right. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me, and yeah, I I do foresee a lot of men thinking that it will make them less manly. I don't care about that. I mean, don't care about that. You're manly enough as it is. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I am. Got it. Got it. I have a pink office for Christ's sake. That's right, man. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> for I Christ's would be sake. curious, and I'm sure they're testing it to oh, see yeah. if it does affect men's testosterone levels and their say, hormones yeah. and stuff so that could be something negative to it possibly yeah maybe um, just go lift some weights you fucking pansy <laughs> if a woman is willing to take a pill to control it a man should be willing to take it too yeah for sure absolutely I'm all about that all about it good stuff man good stuff so I, I want to know if you maybe possibly pulled a story uh, maybe suggesting uh, the end of days for the human race. I, I did, nice. actually. Nice, nice. <laughs> Iceland's four biggest volcanoes ready to erupt. Four? And they happen to be four of the biggest volcanoes on the planet. They what aren't the, the four biggest, but they're four of the biggest. That's awesome. So this comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, while most of the world is watching Washington, D.C. for the next major Earth-rattling eruption, yeah. someone needs to keep an eye on Iceland, where all four of its major volcanoes are exhibiting signs of potential real eruptions of the global winter kind. Shit. Seismic activity tells us we need to be more vigilant. So there's going to be a lot of words in this that I can't pronounce. They're in Icelandic. Yeah, I understand. And they're really like some of the letters don't even look like letters. So that's hot. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, so anyway, seismic activity tells us we need to be more vigilant than usual, but not much more than that now. Uh, she she is trying to tell us something more than we may understand, not completely. Uh, geophysicist Pal Inarsson tells Icelandic, I'm just going to say F newspaper because I can't say the word. They actually put, it's Google translated in there. <laughs> wow. Um, that nice. he's most concerned about Katla. Okay. A large volcano in southern Iceland that has had multiple earthquakes in its caldera recently, with one measuring 4.3. Kalta, or Katla, has a long history of regular eruptions every 60 to 80 years, yeah. which is with its last major eruption in 1918, so it's long overdue. Goody. That's almost 100 years. Yeah. Um... That regularity is a trait of all major volcanoes in Iceland, which concerns Einarsson. They were created to behave 
fairly regularly over the last uh, I think that's a translation they are credit or translations problems I'm going to say is they are credited to behave fairly regularly over the last decade with eruptions in 1998 and 2004 and 2011 there is an increasing seismic activity there slowly and it plans to eruptions in the few coming years so yeah that's why they put in the google translate because it's uh doesn't really flow like English. Sure. Anyways. Wow. Hekla, also in southern Iceland, was on a 10-year cycle, but its last blast was in 2000, so it's overdue as well. Inarsen worries about Hekla because its eruptions have occurred without warning. However, current measurements show its magma chambers filling, and that's an ominous precursor. Yeah, for sure. That regularity is a trait. Oh, it uh, repeated itself. Anyways, you know what? I'm gonna pull up this article because I feel like it it left part of it out. So just give me a second here. Yeah, you're fine. It's um, fucking crazy though. Because okay, so How? basically the story is. I'm not gonna pull it up because there's a lot of words in there I can't pronounce in Fuck Icelandic. That. Um, basically the story is, is these four major volcanoes, which are some of the biggest in the world, yeah, are all a little bit overdue and are all showing signs. And if they all erupt about the same time, they won't have like, um, necessarily the blast radius, uh, say Yellowstone or any other major caldera like that, but they'll spew so much ash and rock and debris into this the stratosphere that'll be taken around the planet and probably plunge us into a nuclear sort of winter yeah. for years which would kill off crops which would kill off millions of people and probably cause food wars guaranteed and everybody's going to want to come after us damn so yeah i mean that's basically Just damn basically end of world's possibility there Dude, that's fucking nuts, man. That is absolutely nuts. Good job. <laughs> hey, does it? Do you happen to know? Um, I mean, just curiosity's sake or whatever. Like the uh, how close in proximity these four volcanoes are. Iceland's not very big, right? That's my point. So, um, I mean, <laughs> they showed them on a map. Okay, and they're all within an hour of each other I would guess personally it's um, interesting but I don't know I've never been to Iceland it's about the size of I'm guessing mm, maybe Iowa I, I I think Iowa's close to it at least on the map so so let me ask then because I have, I legitimately have no fucking ideas here so like hypothetically let's say one of them does in fact erupt could I mean and let's say it's really it's a it's a blowing son of a bitch, okay? Let's say it's fucking pushing hard and it's a hard fucking eruption. Do you like my sexual innuendos? Anyway, what I'm saying is could that eruption trigger another eruption and another volcano? Absolutely in Poss- those right around there. Okay. Because I'm just talking long, like uh, seismic time, vibrations alone. Yes. Could that trigger something? Yes. Okay. Um, the thing about a volcano is most of the time when they go off, 
they're going off, and they're not worried about other ones close to them going off. Okay. Well, with the destruction from a volcano, the last thing... I mean, it's not the last thing, but something low on the level of worrisome is the earthquakes that are going on at the same time. Because the volcano is exploding and spewing out all this crap and yeah, killing people in that way. <laughs> More important and things yeah, to address at that time. Earthquakes yeah. are going on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they may be damaging stuff as well, but right. hopefully people are already out there, out of there. Fuck, that there are insane. lots of different types of lava flows and explosions yes. and eruptions and all this stuff. But most of the time, the earthquakes are less, you know, less paid attention to because of everything else going on. But in a place like Iceland, especially since all of these are primed and ready to go, according to this article. Damn. Any little trigger, any little shakeup could absolutely push one further along and cause another one to go off. Because my guess is they're all fed by the same valve, so to speak. From the mantle. I mean, it could very well be. I'm no volcanologist or anything, but I'm just saying it. It would. It would. It would go to. It would be common, not common. It would be rational thought to think that they're all fed by the same source. Sure, absolutely. So, fuck. Could get interesting, buddy. It could get interesting. Us in the United States will get affected last because of global weather patterns and Gulf streams and everything. It'll have to wrap around the rest of the planet before it gets to us. But, I mean, give me a time frame here. Within a day or two. I was going to say, what do we have? Maybe maybe 48 hours tops, right? Especially if all of them go off because there'll be more of it in the air, more of it to travel around. For sure. And... I can't. I don't have the details in my head, but there was. I think it was like 1918, between 1918 and somewhere in the early 19th century. Okay. Or in the 1900s, or about there. I don't know the exact date, but it was in recorded history. There was a good-sized volcano that went off in Europe. Okay. And it caused. A really bad growing season in the United States because so much ash went in. It it caused it everywhere else too, but it it also affected the United States. It was enough stuff in the air that even in like July, it was snowing in places in the Midwest. Damn! And the growing season was just basically cut down to nothing. Let me just say this right now: that was one major (laughs) volcano. If it starts snowing in January, I'm gonna fucking. Flip. It snows often in January. I, think I mean, not January. Know. I mean, goddamn July. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to flip. Completely flip my shit. You know, it, 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 it snowed here only two years ago. I think it was two, two or three years ago on Memorial Day weekend. Really? Which, I mean, I'm sure you got snow around there, too. I don't remember. I remember. It was Memorial Day weekend, which is, the, you know, everybody knows Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. It's the official start of summer. Yeah. Snow? Snowed here. Yeah, we had a good amount of snow here. I got to tell you, though, I am very impressed with our weather that we're having now, lately, the past week and coming week and all of that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You zip it over there. Oh, I like the snow. Doctor. Yeah, I know you do. The good doctor over here. Fucking him and his snow. I don't like it. Like, right now, it's like, you know, in the 50s, basically. Um, Every day it's been like 
It was upper, 75 upper here on oh. Saturday. Oh. Friday, Friday last week it was 75. So I know Friday, this coming Friday here, uh, according to uh, my little Alexa thing that I got sitting down in the kitchen, that little hooker told me that it was going to be 67 degrees on, on this coming Friday. I'm very excited about this. So for you, it'll probably hit 75. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Yeah, yeah. So, bitch. So yeah, Saturday, bitch. high of 66. Friday, high of 68. So okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, man. Well, I am fresh out of stories. Uh, yeah, I need to mention that we are on the Pod Bros Network. Go to podbros.com. Yeah, Go check yeah. out their shows. I uh, Next next week's news episode, we're going to have the Language of Bromance on yeah, as buddy. guest host. Both hosts on that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be good. I like Absolutely. to poke at them on Twitter. I like to pick out the most ridiculous thing that in their episode and, and talk about it on Twitter. <laughs> it was just fun. But Always, a good, you know Always so, a good time. Always a good time. Go and check out Jason's yeah. fun facts on our website, ectoplasmshow.com. I have three up there right now, um, and I'll have more and more to come. So, Also nice. check out the new feature that will be here by this Friday. Um, pictures. Picks. Whatever pictures we get on our text line could get interesting. We'll be buddy. put online, so well, we're gonna use some discretion here. Like we have to, <laughs> you know what I mean? We have to. Uh, but Rick, Rick, topless Rick is gonna make it. He's going to. Oh, that's got to be yeah. That's got to go. Yeah. That's got to go on there for sure. Eric sent my. Eric's when we started gonna, this. I'm scared about no, no, what no, Eric's yeah, gonna send. He, um, he took the thing wrong and sent me a messenger picture of some guy's actual asshole. <laughs> this is why I'm so I glad you're the one on that the has the phone. That I'm not going to talk to him for a week or more. He, has, he doesn't <laughs> deserve it. You don't deserve it. You do. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a picture of like his his cock on duty crap that he took this morning or something. I didn't even open it. You know? I just looked at the notification and it was in there. You already knew. So... <laughs> Oh, my God, that's great. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I tell you what, we, um, we're we going to let you guys go for this evening. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of good one-liners, I think, in this episode. I think so. Funny. I laughed at myself, too. Get, so. uh, get some zingers in there. <laughs> some zingers from the good doctor. That's what Big Rip does to me. <laughs> That's right. And a big thank you to Big Rip as well there in North KC. Go check that shit out. Those guys are outstanding. Um, but, yeah, I tell you what, we'll uh, we'll let you guys go. We'll be talking to you uh, bright and early on Friday morning. And peace out. Peace out.